I haven't, no. Um, I'll meet them, hopefully, just as they come down to the, uh, well, over the country to do the, the business in London with, with meeting the, the, the league and the FA and things like that. So, um, well, I gather, uh, hopefully, <laughs> that, um, you know, they're happy, they're happy to, to move forward with us and, and, um, and let us you know, have a crack at it. But I've got, you know, I've got, a, I've got loads I want to talk to them about as well. Well, we are back live. Apologies to any of the listeners there. We will patch it all together as one podcast. Uh, I know it's probably on there about as three, but for whatever reason, we lost internet connection there. Um, but is there any more questions for Steve while we've got him here on the podcast? Any from the audience? No, there's one from David Kenny there. Right, Steve, thanks for coming. Obviously, I think it, it speaks volumes that you, you've come and even if the Brian saying don't come, I think it speaks volumes as a fan that you've, you've come along. I think that as a, as a fan, I think as a community, I think it speaks volumes. Um, regarding your team, I think I remember reading that you had three possible you know, lists of players that were gone in the budget. Um, obviously, without declaring what sort of budget, but do you have any sort of as to what sort of budget you will be given from the new owners? Is it going to be all right? Is it just going to be, let's just get through next season and then just build on that? I think, you know, I think the, be the best way to put that is that it isn't going to be a budget that is going to be in the round your files and your, your, your London teams and your Salfads. Um, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Salford was double ours. Um, but I would expect it to be a budget where we'd with the right recruitment and a bit of luck in the recruitment area, would would be able to have a go again. And and you know I'm not saying romp the league. I'm not saying anything like that. I'd love to, but um, you know I'm not. I haven't came here. I didn't. I didn't come here just to survive in this league. I want to get out of it, and I think you all do as well. So that's that's what we're looking at now. The reality of it might be it might take a season. It took Macclesfield. It took John Askey. I keep mentioning Mac, but I've, I've physically been involved. I know how it's done. Um, that was about five years in the making. That team keeping the finishing the season, realising who can do it, who can go that step further and keep adding to it and you know, it, it happened. Um, I'd like to do it in less time than that obviously but um, you know, that, that's, that's the way you've got, that's the way I think it's a sensible approach unless you've got a million and a half quid budget which we won't have. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about um, North East players earlier on and developing them, have you got your eye on any North East players in the area that you'd like to uh, give the chance at this level? Yeah, I mean the problem is, is I don't I think we're losing people like Russ Penn. Um, you, you know, you, you you need you need a certain amount of know-how, um, and I think anybody that you get sort of had a long chat with Peter Beard today actually, um, just about Newcastle lads and you know who are, who he thought could 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 come in and, and improve us and, and things like that and lads that he's had in the past. But ultimately, I think if you need to find a happy medium again, Mark, you have got Pilkington, the two centre halves, both mid thirties. Goalies, uh, late 30s. Um, Whitaker's 109. So, and they've got, and they had a core there of know-how. Uh, and I, I do think with uh, as much as there'll be a load of there'll be a load of young, hungry kids around here. Definitely, that'll be good enough. But I do think that we need to. Uh, I do think we need to be sensible, and we can't. We can't. <laughs> saying that was Alan Hansen who said you can win nothing with kids, didn't he? But yeah. I think it's a tough league to do that in. I think it's 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 the most physical league out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think some of the kids that have came in for us 
have found that side of it difficult. They haven't found the football side of it difficult, but they've found the, the physicality of it differently because it's a million miles away from under-23 football. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen that many a time with uh, players coming in from either Sunderland, Newcastle or Middlesbrough or even further afield that as soon as they come up against a wily old defender and maybe get a nudge and a kick, they don't fancy it. And it is, I think, you know, people like Lewis who done great for us a great finisher but you know you, you, watch, you pull him in against Barrow on a Tuesday night and he was getting edged out of the way mm-hmm. and he's never had that before and then Reese Greenwood who was a lovely footballer but um, just physically wasn't, wasn't up to yeah. it um, so, so you just have to be careful you have to pick the right kind I think for this league yeah it's a sink or swim quite rapidly isn't it um, on that front um, to say we are back live so if you would like to message us um, how do you tweet us Andrew? RTD underscore army and um, well I think we've got um, another one here from Heed Lad uh, yep it said things are looking much more positive now uh, I'm sure all of our patience and waiting will be worth it really pleased to hear Steve Watson talk and be so upbeat never mind the World Cup can't wait for the new season yeah and as you know what? I forgot all about the World Cup this summer. <laughs> I forgot it was even on. Yeah, uh, it'll just be misery, don't worry. Um, I think we've got another tweet here we have. Uh, yeah, Tracy's uh, tweets in. Did I hear Caroline's laugh in the background? Wish her happy birthday for yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday, Caroline. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. And um, we've got a few more messages on the chat facility. Um, how far does Steve think Ben Fox will go in the game? He was a great find for us, probably the best loan sign we've had since Dummett and Tavernier. I think ben, um, Ben's got a bit of everything for a midfielder. He's quite a gritty lad. Um, he can use both feet, he takes the ball great in the centre, he can take it with both feet, he's got two fantastic feet, his delivery is very good, set pieces, um, but again, Ben Ben couldn't play back-to-back games, uh, his hamstring kept going, I think he'd done it three times, and it's, you know, it, it's again, I think we need, with lads like that, you need to get them in for a full pre-season, of, and they need to be playing at our kind of level from the start, yeah. Uh, I think it's very difficult to come in and, and in fairness it's a lot quicker than 23 football as well if you, if you go and watch the 23s it's all played at a, a, a walking pace rolled out from the back into midfield back to the defenders played around the back whereas you know, our league's rough and tumble and it's, it is quite difficult so I think it'll benefit us if we do get lads like Ben I don't think we're going to get Ben to be yeah. honest with you I think he should be with, with Burton getting relegated I think he should be in around their first team Yeah, I um, mean we spoke to Ben on the phone and he, I think he, he loved his time up here and he, he, he he couldn't speak highly enough about yourself and the club and how much he learnt and developed himself and I think you could see that as well from his first couple of games I know he scored a great free kick but he, you know, he had more, more to his game than just that so it was yeah. good to see uh, someone develop when they've come into the club and Simon Johnson's but what uh, would you change from the current club's setup, and what was there and what you expected to be totally different I don't know what the totally different is but what would you change I've already asked that, already asked that. he's put it in again I don't know why he sent it again um, let's see if we've got any more tweets um, no but actually I've got a question and it's something that um, it's not to do with the team but more to do with the pitch um, when Neil Aspen came in he brought the pitch in by about four foot and we've always used that pitch to our advantage being one of the biggest pitches in the country I think it was the same size as the old Wembley pitch at one time is that something that maybe is, uh, you're aware about and maybe want to make the pitch bigger and make it tougher for people to come um, I think it's you know what I think making it tougher for people to come has got to be our our main goal it's got to be our mentality uh, we've got to, and we'll have a good chat about that in the summer I'll be speaking to a lot of people about that because um, 
the way the pitch is, and we know it's not a football stadium, but we've got it, and that's our stadium at the moment. So how do we make that um, as hard as possible to come? And that's the way we have to try and uh, approach things. And, and as I say, it, it has to be a nightmare for people to come. We have to be nastier to play against, and it has to be a nastier place to come and play, and I, I totally agree. I don't think the pitch size is my main... Um, uh, obstacle at the moment for us. I think it's. I think it's about making this a nightmare yeah. to come to. Yeah, because I, I say the, the, the point I was going to get at was over the years, even when we, we weren't playing that well and you know down the divisions, is that we being a big pitch. We always made it tough. We always ran it. People always used every blade of grass, mm. passed the ball, even when we weren't maybe a great football inside. We just used that pitch to our our advantage. If we get, if you know, if we get the type of players that I hope to get, um, I don't think the size of the pitch will, will be. You know, will be will harm us. being a bit smaller because I want good footballers. Um, I, I want to play a certain way. I tried to do that last season, um, but it was literally like trying to change a mentality, and it took a while. And it clicked a little bit, but um, as, as 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 the season wore on and, and the players got more tired and the journeys kept piling up and piling up, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they were ab- able to play at the tempo we wanted, yeah. and that probably changed too much. But it's a learning curve for me as well. You know, it was a I wasn't you know I wasn't particularly pleased with how it was set up when I got here so I tried to change it um, but I learned a lot through that as well Yeah and um, we've got a question from John C. Agnew he's from the uh, West Peterborough Heed Army and he's put Joey, um, Joey sorry I'm talking to you um, but uh, did the FA Trophy run derail, derail our hope of a top 7 finish? Um, you know what I don't want to use that as an excuse because I enjoyed it you know, and, and you know, it was torture watching the final the other day because we you know, we it was in our hands it was a, it was an ridiculous decision down there but we also conceded three terrible goals um, but um, I remember going in after Tramia game and speaking to Mickey Mellon and he said um, exactly the same he said that the season before when Macclesfield beat Tramia in the semis um, he said their season just went after it and he couldn't explain why and I thought that, you know, I, I thought about it and I thought how does that happen but you know, maybe it did, maybe it just deflated them to a degree, and then you're jumping on the bus to Dover, ten hours. You're jumping back on to Aldershot, eight hours. You're jumping back on to Bromley, and it's it, it just it, it's just ridiculous at the end. And but no excuse. I was I was disgusted with it with the, the final results. Absolutely yeah. fuming. I think I think from a fans' point of view, it, it, you know, especially when Scott Barrow scored that goal and it got everyone's hopes up, and I think. It just deflated with that. We didn't manage to get across the line, and maybe it just went to the players as well on that front. But yeah. um, it, it was, it, you know, but it was a great cup run. I mean, you must be pleased with the results and the comebacks. I mean, you're probably not not that pleased with the way we had to come back, but um, it showed resolve, didn't it? Yeah, no. Listen, we had it. Whatever you say about the group we had, and, and it, it, it won't be the same. It might not, even, might not even be half the same this season. But um, they did give everything, and. You know, people like Paddy. You know, Paddy just played game after game after game after game, and he was, uh, and he was still going. He was still going at the end, and, and we had a really honest group. Um, and as I say, we. I just want to add. You know, I probably won't. Probably won't have as big a squad as in numbers, mm-hmm. but maybe want to just have that little bit more uh, to finish games off. Yeah. Do, do you think maybe we didn't have enough grit at times? Do you think maybe we had one or two? Well, not not name players, but do you think we we maybe just backed off at the wrong time on teams? I think apart from the end where we where the goals conceded were, were just you know really bad mistakes, um, for a long time until about the last four games we were we were the only team anywhere near the bottom half of the table with a plus goal difference. So I don't so I don't think 
I don't think we were soft touches. I just think right. I just think we had a we lacked a little bit of game know-how, a little bit of uh, a little bit of good decision making at the right times, a little bit yeah, a little bit. I I always thought we took a step back after scoring, whereas I really want us to to, to pile on the pressure when we score. Uh, and as I say, that's that's something that you put you put right, and you you, you put your, your your key sort of philosophies in pre-season. So that's what I hope to do this year. I mean, when you came into the team, it was a bit of a, a lopsided squad. Um, a number of strikers, a number of defenders, and not many midfielders. I would imagine, you know, all things being well, that you, you're going to go for a more balanced squad this year. Yeah, I'm trying to look at a squad where you can... I don't want to chop and change systems, but you, you've got to have, you've got to have um, other options. And, you know, there's one or two systems I'd like to play next season. And... All I'm trying to do is, as you say, I'm trying to get a balanced, quality squad together. Uh, and there's, you know, there is a lot of players out there, but uh, until you speak to them and until you until you ask them what you know what what they're, what they're going to be looking for, uh, then it just becomes whether it's realistic or not. Yeah. And uh, we've got another tweet from John Thornton. Uh, he said, "Sky Beth have us at forty to one to win the league. What odds would you give us?" Oh, to say without oh less than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, less than that. Has, well, any, has anyone got a crystal ball? <laughs> No, I'd like to see what odds Mac were to win the league last season. So I think, I think they were twenty fives actually. Yeah, um, we've got another message. Um, lots of goals uh, last season. What was Steve's favourite goal? Um, you remember Scotty Barrows quite a lot, don't you? Not yeah, a lot of them. But I honestly, th- I think technique. Um, I can't. I've lost who it was against. I think it was. A, it couldn't have been a cup game because he wasn't our player then. But I think Ben Fox is half volley. Yeah, at uh, the stadium where he's come onto it, it's really hard. Was that his debut? I think it might have been. Was it his home debut? You might be his home debut. Yeah, his against Wogan. His debut was at. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his, his debut was against Chester, wasn't it? Away. Um, but the way he come onto it, and it wasn't a straight volley. It was a side. It was a side foot with so much pace. That's such a hard skill. Technically, I thought that was about the best. Yeah, that's a good one. Just to follow on from that question, what game did you think we? played the best me personally I thought it was Maidenhead away I thought we were fantastic that day um, one of the best performances I've ever seen Kate have but what we I think the game that will stand out would be Maidenhead at home but because of the result but I agree I think I think probably two of the best performances were both um, both away and I think that was Maidenhead and Orient I think we were dominant against Orient as well and, it, um, and that was pretty early on as well uh, and that was a disappointing thing uh, we didn't dominate enough at home, and that's you know that's something we need to get the bottom of, and we need to work out. Yeah, and um, well, Caroline, she said she was 37 years young yesterday, and great news onwards and upwards. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for that, Caroline. And um, do we have another uh, question? I'll see if you're right. Um, just in regards to um, just in regards to um, the errors, not. <laughs> in regards to a captain, have you already like? Got one in mind for the current squad? Or would you like to bring one in? Um, you know what? There was probably I'm uh, not not no disrespect to Neil, but you know that that was probably going to be up for for my thoughts anyway. Yeah. Um, That's what I thought because we've obviously had Clarky, Curtis, and Hogan, mm-hmm. and obviously yeah, like we kind of thought like Neil was a brilliant defender, but like the passion and stuff like wasn't there with him. Well, yeah, I, 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 that's that's used to decide on. You know, I'm not going to have a go at the, the lad. I like I like him, but he's saying that he's left me teams twice. He left Macclesfield for using this summer, booked off again. So he wasn't doing much of me. But um, no, I think um, I think there's definitely captain material uh, in the lads that stay. But it depends who we bring in as well. You know, we, we might bring in somebody who is blatantly, obviously, a, a leader. 
Alright, cheers. Uh, just a bit of a tip, um, Scott Barrow and the Nags after the end of the season was begging us, begging us to tell you he wants to be captain as well. So. <laughs> Listen, if he stays, he can have what he wants. Will he? <laughs> I don't think there's a better, uh, I don't think there's a better left back in the league, is there? In mm. fact, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Scott either came at me in the summer and said he'd had league offers. So, oh, yeah. but he's one of the ones you, you, you know him. You've obviously spent a bit of time with him. Um, he just loves it up here. He said to me in the summer, he says he's never been up here in football. So to it's a big feather in the cap to me to use to the club, you know, the area. So, um, but as I say, unless something gets sorted quickly, um, there's no guarantees for anything. Yeah. Um, just another question for me. Sorry. Yeah, um, no, great. Just the young lads that went on loan last season, the likes of uh, Langstaff and um, uh, Mellish, and I think it was um, Keown Green, 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 and um, I think it was Danny Burns that hasn't even ever played for us either. I think he's still on loan. He's still to come back as well. Um, are they going to be in your thoughts to sort of push on and be? pushing on for the first team next season if we, obviously if we can keep them um, certainly certainly Kieran Green Macaulay um, John Mellish who I thought was great when he came in um, just again was found out a little bit um, with the pace and physicality he was cramping up with about 20-30 minutes to go so again that'll do good pre-season for him Tom White's going to be a good little footballer um, we, we loaned a lad called Elliot Forbes out to Benfield uh, and they were raving about him at the end of the season uh, I just think I think them all going away. It's proved all over the world. You know, everybody. You know, Beckham went on loan at Preston. Um, it's it does work. It does work, and they've all come back better. And I, I'd like to think that they'll all be part of the club. Danny Burns, not so much. He's you know I think he, 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 we've had a good chat. Um, he was finding it hard. He was finding it hard being up here. To be honest with you, finding it hard not being involved. So um, you know I wouldn't be surprised if Dan if Dan found a club elsewhere. But certainly other lads are people I want to build a club around. Yeah. And if it means, I've said to them all, it's the same. You know, as I say, I was lucky enough to play dead young. I was playing 16. Um, so I have said to them, you know, I'm not bothered about your age. You'll start pre-season with the same chance as everybody else. And, and that's, that, that's important for them to know. Yeah. Well, we've only got a few minutes left. So if there's any more questions in the room, please do uh, ask them. We've got uh, a message from Andy Mason on the chat facilities. But um, has Steve found it, uh, being a manager, any different to what you expected it to be? Mind you, it's been a baptism of fire of the I summer. I didn't expect this summer, no, absolutely not. Uh, listen, all, all I'll say is after the, after the start I've had, it's got to be easier, hasn't it? It's got to get easier, surely. <laughs> You'd hope so. It doesn't get easier as a fan. But is, is there any more questions in the room before we start to wrap up? Just a quick one, Steve. Uh, I mentioned this just before you came in. Uh, two or three years ago, every season, we used to have a meet the players and meet the manager and it died a death but it certainly just everybody would love that to happen once you get your squad together because I think it's important for like the players and the uh, supporters to get together and we'll, we would certainly organise it if we can uh, twist your arm to get this done. No, well listen, I mean, I, it's, it's me that's, it's me and Mickey and Ben that have uh, decided to do the two or three things that we have. Um, there was nothing like that set up um, and it goes back under the umbrella of what we're talking about, what can improve sort of not just match day experiences, but the experience of being a supporter and fans and what have you. Certainly things like that. Yeah, I mean, as I think I've already proved, I'm, I'm more than willing to do as, as much as need be. Um, and I think there's loads more we can do on a match day. You know, that there's a big room up there which we can, we can make the most out of, uh, which we haven't been. So there's, there's a load we can do, definitely. 
Um, as I say, if there's any more questions, please let them, because we'll have to wrap up soon, because I know they're going to do the buskers here tonight. But um, just a quick message to the listeners that are listening at home. Apologies for the five-minute break in sound. We did lose Wi-Fi. Uh, just one of those things that happened. But, um, yeah, but um, say big thank you to everyone that's come along tonight. Um, speaking to Mark and Dominic, of course, and Steve. And if we could give them all a round of applause, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Just, just before, oh, so I think we've got one more from Bernard there. Oh, he's just lifting, I thought he's lifting the makeup there. He's trying to get the ambience of the I'm room. I'm there with all, yeah. just to prove that it's actually live. As, um, yeah. <laughs> There's no mistake, it's live. Um, I don't know if you've got any final words, Steve, that you just want to put out before uh, we wrap it up. No, look, I mean, it's been, it is, it's been a very tough summer for everybody in this room. And, you know, it's not, it's not the norm. Um, it's... it's Things have happened that you know it's 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 got we're at a stage where it's been left very late to do to to put a lot of stuff together. But when we do get over the line, you know Brian will deserve a hell of a lot of credit for us. And, and we've just all got to be ready. To, we've all got to be ready to hit the ground running. That's that's me, the players, all the staff, and yourselves. And and you know pre-season we'll 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 have three or four games. Most of them will have to be away because of again the way the stadium is. But um, I'm sure we'll see us over the summer, and uh, we're nearly there. One final question: You mentioned pre-season friendlies. Are most of them going to be local or, or further afield? Yeah, only again, only because, only because we've all of the uncertainty uh, surrounding it. You know, clubs haven't been haven't been able to commit to anybody. Um, it's hard to organise six friendlies with zero players, isn't it? <laughs> so, but yeah, we've got Sunderland coming to the stadium. Um, I've just confirmed Newcastle are coming. Uh, get, I think it'll probably be the 23s and, uh, and uh, maybe a few first teamers that need need a run out. Yeah. Um, We'll be playing a couple of practice matches, albeit just almost training. I think we're going to pencil in Blythe. We're waiting for Carlisle. To Blythe's just been confirmed today. Blythe's yeah. confirmed. Good, I spoke Alan yesterday. Uh, and we're waiting for Carlisle for uh, their new manager to pencil in a, a game against them. So uh, hopefully we'll have six. Well, that's about all we need. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that's fantastic. Well, it just needs me to say thank you to the Three Tons for having us again. And hopefully we'll be back soon to do another show. Hopefully when everything's announced. And also as well, a big thank you to our sponsors, Northern Print Solutions, because we wouldn't be able to do this without them. And a big thank you to all of you. So um, we'll see you next time. And um, hopefully we'll have some, uh, well, well, we'll have it across the line the next time we broadcast. So thank you and goodbye. drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.